fitness success is a lot like communications success. Both involve repeating the same steps consistently over time, making incremental progress, and remaining committed to doing the right thing, even when a shiny new temptation wants to steal your attention, or you'd rather just stay on the couch and forget about it. Well, that's a theme in my conversation this week on Optimal Aging, the show for fitness professionals trying to grow their businesses with more people over 50. I'm your host, Jay Croft of Prime Fit Content. My guest is Aaron Hines, a gym owner from the Nashville area who has been putting in the work month after month, year after year, communicating steadily with his prospects and clients, running a good business, networking both online and in real life, writing books and promoting them, all while bringing top-shelf training services to people over 50 in his location. And here's the best part. It's paying off. Aaron had his biggest month ever last December, and 2024 is banging so far. When I asked him why, he kind of shrugged and said, he's just been sticking to the fundamentals and doing the things that you're supposed to do, and they're coalescing like they're supposed to. (laughs) No tricks, nothing fancy, no shiny new temptation, just a commitment to doing the work consistently over time with smart goals and solid communications and no small amount of enthusiasm. It works for your clients trying to get in shape. It works for my clients trying to grow their businesses through better communications. And as Aaron will tell you, it's working for his business, Premier Performance Training in Brentwood, a prosperous suburb of Nashville. Now, Aaron is a former college football player who earned a bachelor's degree in health and human performance from the University of Tennessee and a master's degree in exercise physiology at Florida State. He completed his internship at the Mayo Clinic in Jacksonville, working with patients at risk for cardiovascular and pulmonary diseases. Here's my recent chat with Aaron. You mentioned that you've had, the last time we talked, that you had your best month ever in. December. December. Yeah. And you wrote a book and, um, and now you're trying to do some social media influencing. So you've got some momentum. I'd like to focus on that and maybe talk about the idea of training, growing your business that focuses on people over 50 right now, like what it's like right now, where we're at, kind of the state of the union, sort of, you know, that the presidents always have to do. Yeah. I can talk about that that. because I got asked uh, last week, (laughs) One of my ladies, she's like, why do you train old people? I was like, well, let me tell you, this is kind of like what I like to do. Like, these are the people who like coming in. They like to show up. They like to get some movement in. They like to get stronger. My clients are my parents' age. My parents are 65, pushing 70. So it's kind of giving back to the um, the people that have helped me, right? So they can move better, feel better, and you know, do the things they want to without being in pain all the time. That's wonderful. Do you also find that they're better customers or that it's, I mean, that's a really nice feeling, but ultimately you're in business. You're trying to make money. So tell me why it's good for that. It's the lifeblood of my business. I mean, it's 90% of what I do. It's the make or break of my small group training business. They're consistent. They enjoy it. They keep coming back. They refer their friends because they like to work out with other people just like them and nothing better than working out with your friend, friend you go to church with, friend you 
go to the salon with, you know, friend you go out to eat with, you know, I've even had clients go on a two week trip to France this year who never knew anybody. They never, they didn't know each other. Right. So it's just finding those like-minded people who appreciate exercise, but also um, are there for the same reason to get healthier. So did you transition to this market or were they always the focus for you? No, I transitioned five years ago when Fred Zoller looked at me and said, I'll never make it as a sports performance business. <laughs> okay. And it was just being honest because it's a very churn and burn, very seasonal kind of market. Some make it work, but as far as like having the time away, time freedom, making more money, uh, he told me to push for the 45 and up market. So you were initially going for something else that wasn't quite working out and a, a business coach told you to try this. Yeah. So I was doing more one-on-ones, mm -hmm. two-on-ones, private sessions, and sports performance. With younger people? I basically took anybody. Anybody who had a heartbeat who wanted to work out. Now, that's really important because I talk to a lot of people who, they'll ask me to help them with their marketing. I'll say, well, who's your gym for? And they'll say, oh, it's for everybody. And I say, no, it's not. Let's think about that again. So tell me that for people who are listening and who are thinking about starting a gym or who want to have a gym for everybody. Talk about how that worked out for you and what realization you reached. Uh, a gym for everybody is a gym for nobody. You're not really specializing in anything. You're just helping everyone. So in order to stand out as far as like your business goes, you have to really kind of narrow down that that niche market. And, you know, mine's 15 older orthopedic injuries. I don't know a lot of people who like working with those people. That's what I've kind of find that they're the ones that need me the most. Mm -hmm. um, now, I even have clients who are younger than 45, but they read the copy on my website and it's like, oh, you, you help old people? I'm beaten down. I'm 28 years old. I need help. I need somebody who's going to be able to help me move better, not crush me in the gym, and also move me forward for what I want to accomplish. And that's where it's really been successful as far as that goes. So you start, you opened the gym nine years ago. You switched to over 55 years ago? It was more like 40 and up, and it's kind of increased the average age of like 50, 50 and older right now. And then, of course, we all got hit by the pandemic. That screwed us all over, right? Yep. And then last December, you had your biggest month ever. Tell me about that. Uh, yeah, I think it was just a matter of um, all the marketing polls in the water. A lot of follow-up with people who haven't been in in a while. I ran some um, reactivation campaigns to get people back in the door. Mm -hmm. I had clients who hadn't been in a while come back in to get back in shape. I even had you know college kids come back for the break. So that was a, a kind of an unexpected boost. But I think it's just a matter of putting my head down, continuing to doing the things that were working, and just I don't say hoping for the best, but I can't give up on what's been working. Just consistent action, day in and day out, week by week. I think it just kind of came to a head and it kind of paid off towards the end of the year. It's continued 2024 uh, as well. I mean, it's a little little slow in January, but it's it's yeah. rocking and rolling in February. So consistent action and having a plan is the biggest thing. Well, you know what that sounds like? It sounds like what trainers are always telling their clients. Yeah. I mean, consistency wins, right? And in, in, in the long run, I mean... We call it the shiny object syndrome or yeah. you know, more, 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 more is not yeah. better. Better is better. So just like fine tune what you've been doing that's working and consistently work on that. I think that's the biggest thing. Right. People ask me all the time, should I be on TikTok and YouTube and Instagram and LinkedIn and Facebook and, 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 and I'm like, nope, pick one. 
you know, pick yeah. one and, and build your audience there. It's this very similar concept. And I love the idea that you had your biggest month ever because you were doing the right things over time. And then eventually it all came together. It wasn't that you did some gimmick or you had some stroke of luck, right? No, not at all. I mean, it's just the consistent marketing uh, every day, every month, instead of just turning it on, turning it off. I think that's the biggest thing where sometimes we get where, you know, you're not reaping the fruit of your marketing. So therefore yeah. you just want to quit it and stop. I did that with a few things, but those are the things that weren't really getting the, any return on the investment. And then right. once that cut off, I mean, it's like everything else that was invested into that got reinvested into some other aspect to the marketing plan. So therefore it's kind of completely, I don't say replenish, but it also bared the fruit of uh, more emails to my email list. Those emails get marketed to on, hey, come in and try us out. Hey, uh, we're running up $150 off the month of December. And this, those kind of last minute deals for the holidays. And that's mm -hmm. kind of where it, it took off. Just the whole overall marketing aspect. And it's like, if it's if it's not working, let's figure out why it's not working. And if it's really not working and, and you're wasting money, then let's ditch that and put all of our money and effort and energy into what's really working. So tell people what you do and what you what you do that works, what presses the buttons and what you're maybe give us like one example of something you tried that didn't quite move the needle for you. So you stopped doing it. I've tried a hundred dollars off. I've tried buy two, get one free. And it just doesn't speak to my market. My market is, I don't say well off. That sounds kind of snobby, but I'm in one of the wealthiest counties in mm -hmm. the Southeast and maybe the U S. And so giving things away sometimes devalues the product in their eyes a little bit. So it'll speak to a couple people, but not everybody. Those are a lot of things that I've done. I even tried it this year, this past year, and it just kind of went went dead. It was so bad. And I was so disappointed. I was like, well, well, we'll try it again next year. Or not, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, or yeah. To your yes. point, to your point earlier, yeah. if it doesn't work, don't do it again. Yeah, or try to re revamp it. I mean, I think that's the biggest thing. We 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 try it and then we quit because it didn't work instead of like trying to figure out what people want. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's the biggest problem I have. It's like, well, I tried it this time, Jay. So therefore I'm just gonna not yes. do it again. Well, Let's try to reconsider, like maybe relook at that and say, okay, why didn't it work, and why didn't it speak yep. to my audience? And let's try to reevaluate why, what I can do better, and we'll try it again. And if it doesn't work, then we'll go to something else. That's right. It's constantly trying new things and not making assumptions about what did or didn't work because, you know, I tried that one time and it didn't work. It's like, well, you don't know that. You yeah. don't know that at all. Maybe you did that during Christmas when you should have done it in June, or maybe you did that. Uh, during the pandemic when nobody could come in and it'd be perfect for you now or who knows? I mean, there's a, there's a lot of reasons. You can't just come to quick decisions like that. What do you do steadily? You know, I know you've been using my stuff for a long time. What do you do that's, you said that that steady churn of marketing that you do? Tell us what that involves. Currently right now and for the last probably two years, I run a lead magnet on Facebook and it's just a super simple core exercise guide that just kind of mm -hmm. gets them into my ecosystem and they can kind of go through a little email sequence strip campaign to hopefully get them in the gym. Uh, that's kind of how I build my email list. I run currently like a 28-day jumpstart to get people curious and in, uh, into the gym to try try me out for 28 days. That's consistently been a thing for the, probably the last seven months. But with the just the content itself, I, I run emails. Uh, I was doing six days a week, probably for the last year and a half. Um, that's a lot of different content. So I do a 
Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, um, kind of health and fitness information, um, you know, nutrition, lifestyle, uh, whatnot. And then I would use uh, the 15 older content Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. And I got a lot of good responses from that. A lot of unsubscribes as well. But, mm-hmm. you know, when I used to get really upset when people unsubscribe because I was like, oh, my God, that's my client or that's my that's the person that came in last week. But now I don't even think about it, man. I think I've got 2,500 emails and I'll send out, hey, it's getting closer to March. Let's, you know, if you want to come in, yeah, just drop the word March and we'll get you some information. You can come in and try us out. So those are some of the biggest things that I'm currently doing. And a lot of like organic posting and just reach out, whether it's former clients, see stuff or, you know, I see them maybe recovering from a surgery. You know, uh, Facebook's one of those where that's the ideal spot for my 15 older crowd. So, you know, if they're recovering from an injury or they're on a trip, I haven't seen them in a while, you know, I'll just say, hey, I hope you have fun. Not even trying to get them as a client to say, hey, I'm glad you're out having fun. I'm glad you're staying active, this and that and the other. And it could lead to a conversation down the road. It's not like I'm trying to reel them back in because I see them, you know, sedentary or had a surgery or whatnot. So, Right. I love that. I I was just telling a a client that this week I noticed on his Facebook and Instagram, there's no there's no socializing. And, you know, social media is supposed to be social. What you just described is what I was telling him. Just you can just say hello. You can say, oh, that's funny. If they post a a funny memo, you can if they post their kid getting graduating from high school, you can say congratulations. I can't believe she's all grown up. It doesn't have to all be about come in and join up again. Yeah. And I think those are just small little things that they probably appreciate. And it may just give them a reminder like, hey, oh, oh, you're still around. Okay, cool. Maybe I'll reach out when things kind of slow down and I'll get back into the gym. Um, Yeah. I see some kind of out in public, I guess you'd say around restaurants and whatnot. And the first thing they say is like, oh, man, I'm going to come back. And I'm like, man, I'm I'm not even here to I'm here to say hello. I'm not here to make you feel bad. Yeah. By coming in. So, you know, it's just everybody's response a little bit different. Yeah, exactly. So everything you're doing sounds like it's working, man. You've you've had a good year. You're having another good year. You've um, consistently marketed. You wrote a book. You're in your community a lot. You're trying new things. Where are you right now and where do you hope to be as this year progresses? Right now, uh, the biggest thing is just trying to hire a few more trainers. That's the kind of the biggest spot where I'm at right Great. now. Growth, growth is good, but you have to have a plan in place. Um, you don't want to grow too fast too soon because then you can't handle the load. So I'm looking for like one or two trainers currently. I'm working on a fourth book um, kind of independently. The first one I wrote was uh, myself. The this last two were kind of co-authored with a couple of the fit pros. Yeah, uh, I saw that. that. This one's geared to more the athletic mindset. I know it it's, sounds probably boring, but I like to go back and forth. So it's one was athletic, two for the adults, now back to the athletic. And then I'll probably focus more on the kind of longevity uh, aspect as far as health and fitness over 50 on my my fifth book. But just as far as that goes, I would say those are lengthy processes to mm-hmm. to write. The first one took me a long time of a lot of procrastination, um, but with a little bit of push from some friends, I, I got it done. But it took about two years for the first one, and now it's the fourth one. It's a little bit quicker. I've got, you know, some, I would say we always have projects in the works. And I think for me is launching nutrition coaching. I do that, but I don't offer it as a a paid service. I was trying to launch by March. Obviously, I only have a week to launch it and I've just had other things going on. So 
coaching for not only the aging population, but just anybody in general who just literally struggles. There's so much out there with nutrition that it's kind of hard to believe anything anybody says anymore because the things that they tell us that are healthy, I say in five years, they're usually the cancer causing agents that, you know, you always see the commercials about or this is healthy. And when you look at it, it's not really as healthy as you think it is. So just trying to get better understanding. Do you do any marketing referrals uh, with or networking referrals with orthopedics in your um, orthopedic specialists in your area? Yeah. Uh, from that, I work, I'll say jointly. It's not a obviously ever flowing referral pool, but it is out there for a lot of either non-surgical orthos or some orthopedics who I may have uh, friends of mine who work there. I do get some referrals from a downtown clinic. I have a friend who works there. Um, he's kind of world-renowned hip surgeon. So I do get some referrals for people in my area who need mm -hmm. a trainer who, you know, who are maybe looking for more of a preventative measure, not a mm -hmm. surgery per se, but getting stronger, getting more mobile and not having the surgery uh, outcome. I work with a lot of people and some people are like, they, they get injured and they want to have surgery first and then treat second. I'm more of a, let's try to treat it first in some kind of like maybe holistic way. Maybe it's more homeopathic or, you know, maybe it's PT, maybe it's something else uh, to see if that's going to be a uh, better solution for you than, than surgery is kind of the last resort, in my opinion. So orthopedics and then physical therapists. Um, I have a pretty good working relationship with a lot of clinics in town. Um, I wouldn't say I get a, an abundance of referrals, but I'm always um, checking in, making sure, you know, if they need anything like, or if a, somebody's being um, discharged from physical therapy, they may need somewhere to train. And I'm kind of the transition point. Um, I like to call it I'm not the last resort, but I'm also something that they can have an extension of physical therapy without having to pay insurance for. You know, insurance only gives you so many visits per injury, per surgery, whatnot. So like if they're on visit 32 and they get 34 for the year and it's March, and you know, they need to do something unless they um, get an extension, which I think rarely happens with insurance. Insurance is pretty stingy. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I will work kind of hand in hand with the physical therapist. Um, get a plan together. And so that when the transition is over to my gym, it's a little bit more, um, it's easier, a little mm -hmm. less um, stressful for that individual because um, they're coming somewhere they have no idea who I am, but they've been referred by the physical therapist who obviously yeah. trust me. Um, but, you know, sometimes going to a trainer is intimidating uh, for a lot of people. Um, I, I don't know if it's just a bad experience or, what they have in the back of their mind, they feel like they're all going to do be, uh, uh, doing like box jumps and burpees and uh, heavy lunges and things like that. So I, I say, I'm not that gym. I want to, you know, I want to be on the same page with your physical therapist. I want to make sure we have a good plan of action. So that way you're not a repeat offender mm -hmm. and you're not having to go back to therapy. Awesome. Um, so uh, and also, I also, you know, massage therapist too. massage therapist. I try to refer out for that for just different, like, you know, I'll say a, a client's super tight and there's just physically nothing I can do to help them. Um, you know, uh, there's only so much I can do without kind of over, overstepping my boundaries as far as a, a trainer um, and business owner. So I just like to refer those out to chiropractor, massage therapist, or whoever's going to be acupuncturist, whoever's going to be the best fit for them just to get them better. That's my whole goal. Yeah. So you've got online marketing emails and you're, you haven't neglected the real in real life uh, networking that you need to do with yeah. other professionals who can help your clients. Yeah, I um, I say this on a weekly basis. I'm reaching out or trying to connect. 
uh, with those just for so more people know who I am. Yeah. And awesome. how we can help. Okay. Aaron, this has been great. I appreciate this. And I'm really, I appreciate you for being with Prime Fit Content for so long. It's a pleasure having you. And I'm delighted that you're having such a, such great success. It's really, uh, it's really heartening to see. Yeah. I mean, it's fun. I would say it's only the beginning. We'll see what happens from here. Absolutely. Onward, man. All right. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening to Optimal Aging. I hope you enjoyed it. And I hope you'll subscribe, tell a friend and write a review. All of that helps me grow my audience. You can learn more about me and my content business at primefitcontent.com. You can send me an email at j at primefitcontent.com. That's j, j-a-y at primefitcontent.com. I'm also on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram, so you can find me anywhere you like and be in touch. And again, thanks for listening. Join me next time.